What? College matters. What? College, college matters. matters. Really? For sure. College matters. Alma, Alma matters. matters. They felt that their lives has been changed through this undergraduate research experiences. And they previously did not have a direction. And now they, after the hands-on experiences, they found their callings and they found that the direction they want to pursue. That is Su Ming Chang, professor of psychology at Georgia College and State University. Hello. I'm your host, Venkatraman. When Professor Chang started doing research as an undergrad, she found she had lots of questions. And when the graduate assistants couldn't answer her questions, they told her to go to graduate school. Today, Professor Chang runs a UG lab in social-emotional development and is on the advisory board of the mentored UG research and Creative Endeavors program. Professor Chang joins us on our podcast to talk about undergraduate research at Georgia College, Kurt's role, success stories, and advice for high schoolers. Now, before we jump into the podcast, here are the high fives, five highlights from the podcast. So as a faculty mentor, I believe that it is so important to help students apply not just the, the knowledge, but they can stimulate more innovative ideas. And also that I, I would like to pass on years of accumulated expertise and experience to a new generation of research to keep the torch going. Also recently included in what my, it's, it's actually called it, Vertically Integrated Projects, a VIP mm. in short. Yeah. And this is something that trying to have multiple disciplines that come yeah. together to solve some problem. So, yes, I serve in different entities helping with undergraduate research efforts. And Kirk Community is a virtual platform. Yeah. And, and people can post and exchange ideas. I... I even conducted a study by posting a survey on that, that Kirk community. So it helps the undergraduate research programs as well as mentors. So yeah. for, from GC Journey, that in fact, that every discipline needs to have a capstone experience. In mm -hmm. other words, that every graduate need to have from their disciplines that their majors to have a capstone mm -hmm. projects or program. And, but capstone experiences are defined by disciplines. Don't be shy. Mm -hmm. Be proactive mm -hmm. to seek out faculty mentors that before and when you arrive on campus. Mm -hmm. And I would say that, that um, you can also research that what kind of undergraduate research programs that, that, that each university has, that could mm -hmm. be a, a, a factor for them to consider before they apply for college. 
These were the high fives brought to you by College Matters. Alma Matters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I'm sure you want to hear the entire podcast with Professor Chang. So without further ado, here is Professor Su Ming Chang. If you're ready, we can jump right into it. Yes, I'm ready if you are. Absolutely. So maybe the best place to start is uh, give us a little bit about your professional background and uh, how you got into psychology and we'll go from there. Well, sure. The, um, I'm a professor of the of the Department of Psychological Science at Georgia College and State University. And mm-hmm. I received my Master of Science and PhD from the University of Wyoming in mm-hmm. Experimental and Developmental Psychology. Mm-hmm. And in fact, before then that I was in Taiwan, I received mm-hmm. my bachelor's degree in Taiwan. But mm-hmm. before teaching at Georgia College and State University, I also taught at a private liberal arts university in North Carolina before Mm. I received my PhD. Mm. Wow. So how did you, um, how did you get into psychology uh, or psychological science? I mean, is that something that you were interested in or is that something that developed as you started your undergraduate study? Well, that actually, I often say psychology chose me in (laughs) Taiwan that I actually was going for the medical school uh-huh. And psychology, mental health, and physical health tended to group together. Mm-hmm. So I got into psychology, but into neuroscience. Mm-hmm. But when I, and so I actually worked at a medical school for a year in pharmacology, doing more research, extracting the brains, and doing all kinds of biological science experiments. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was very good at apparently extracting mm-hmm. brains and then slice mm-hmm. it into to wow. the, the small pieces. And so the faculty in U- the United States wanted to recruit me for the lab. And, mm. and that is the, the reason I came. But then after a while, I got interested into developmental and child psychology. So I switched field after I came to the States. So it's a long hmm. story. <laughs> no, it's fascinating. Um, and, and it's quite a switch, right? I mean, from... Uh... And, and, and yes, that is a story for, for high school students as well. That yeah. once that you explore, that you will know if this is really your calling, right? So it, it yeah. is okay to switch that, even, even to switch to something totally different. So that's, that's totally fine. So just one more question on this. Now, um, did you not enjoy what you were doing in terms of uh, the experiments and dissecting and um, or or is that that you just loved uh, or fell in love with uh, psychology, more developmental psychology and such? Well, in fact, uh, um, I still love neuroscience. And Mm. the, the reason for me to switch one of the reasons was also for practical reasons okay. because it is very meaningful, but, but I stay in, in the lab that starting like seven o'clock sometime to midnight. Mm-hmm. So it just like 
you invested a lot of time, and then there are good days and bad days. Good days meaning that the neurons continue to be alive, and you don't want to give up.、Right. And then the bad days would be that you you prep, you went to the animal colony, you pick up the animal, but then the neurons did not survive but half of the day.、Hmm. So so that part then then. It, the waiting game that in the lab sometimes that make me wonder that is this meaningful? That it's is this something that I I think that I'm contributing to to the society in terms of understanding that how different drugs and different medications may impact on the brains, but is there something else? So I I want to know if if there's something else out there that I can explore. And that's the reason why I found that I love both of them, and I like I love my job now. So, so it's a good switch. Where did where did the interest or how did undergraduate research become important to you? Was that through your experience, or was that something you found, or how did you get there? Well, how how did I get there? I think first of all that I always believe research keep us engaged in generating、mm-hmm. new knowledge and helping、mm-hmm. to improve the society.、Mm-hmm. And as an undergraduate, I actually participate in participated in the the research, and I had a lot of questions. And the graduate assistants eventually actually told me, "You should just go for the grad school." That because、mm. I cannot answer your questions, and and those are good questions.、Mm-hmm. So so that's the 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 part that high school students that should engage and ask questions, and also as a developmental sci- scientist that I believe in using research to benefit the community,、mm. and undergraduate research is very significant to me because it provides the foundation to spark curiosity, creativity. Questions to cultivate problem-solving skills. So, as a faculty mentor, I believe that it is so important to help students apply not just the the knowledge, but they can stimulate more innovative ideas. And also, that I I would like to pass on years of accumulated expertise and experience to a new generation of research to keep the torch co- going. Previous mentors that pass it on to me, so undergraduate research to me is very important, and I'm trying to pass it on to the next generation. Do you find that research or doing research is very teachable to the students? I mean,、um, is it something that is easily taught? But nothing is easy in higher education, right? <laughs> I mean, so, easy in the sense it's doable, is what I mean. It's feasible. It is. It is. Yeah. That I feel like it's teachable. Yeah. But it takes time to cultivate that.、Mm. So, students coming to university should expect that the higher education is not just learning in the classroom, not just listening to lectures and writing down notes,、mm-hmm. and but. But those basic skills are important. So I actually pass on different research ideas that during the lecture-based courses, and students will approach me and said that, 
can I join your lab? And that it's the part that they come, they come to me asking for more. And that is the entry point that I can start teaching mm. the motivated students, right? Yeah. So, and I do think that um, it takes a few steps, some basic skills, and then also scaffolding. So one step at a time. I often started, um, I often start students, if they are willing, they can start in sophomore year to start mm. working on undergraduate research. Mm-hmm. And then they learn from their peers that the upperclassmen as well. So mm-hmm. the scaffolding process allows them to see what the research is like and then gradually step-by-step getting there. Mm-hmm. What kind of role are you playing within Georgia College today? Um, is it just for psychological science or are you a across the university uh, coordinating undergraduate research? Well, at my university, that personally, I have an undergraduate research lab in social emotional development. And I also created an intervention program to help local children and their families. Mm -hmm. This is like more than 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. So working with the community stakeholders that we implement the intervention program that I created, to coach mm-hmm. the emotional knowledge and social skills in young children. Mm-hmm. And through this lab, students also de- develop their own projects, such as that sometimes they would tell me that, do you think that parental beliefs have something to do with that, how children's social emotional skills? Mm-hmm. And I said, go look up the literature and then create a project. So they have been looking at like, is social economic status part of the mm-hmm. reason? And mm-hmm. what gender beliefs that and gender socialization part of it. And recently, like we all know the, the COVID, the pandemic right. has ha- been happening. So my students have been working on what's the impact of the pandemic on this college students emergence adults mental health as well. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it is very um, just the topic driven that students Guided. And on campus, that I'm also a co-advisor for Student Research Circle. Now, mm. that this is the, the one that students actually, this, this happened organically. Students want to have a group that they are able to come together from different disciplines to talk about their research ideas, connect with different faculty mentors. So as a co-advisor, that I simply sit back and let them guide and then be their advisor. I also serve on the advisory board for our um, program, undergraduate research program called Mentor Undergraduate Research and Creative Endeavors, Mm -hmm. the acronym called MIRACE. So if you hear me saying MIRACE, that Mm. is is the entity. Okay, got it. And our lab also recently included in what my, it's, it's actually called it, Vertically Integrated Projects, a VIP mm. in short. Yeah. And this is something that trying to have multiple disciplines that come yeah. together to solve some problem. So, yes, I serve in different entities helping with undergraduate research effort. 
So now, how is Kerr uh, helping you guys with this? I mean, what, what kind of role do they play? Well, Kerr continue to help us improve our mentoring and undergraduate research program. And I, I serve as a career counselor in psychology division, and I'm actively involved in, in, organize, in the organization as well. And we, as an institution, we have participated in career institutes before in learning about how to create the infrastructure of our undergraduate research programs. And in fact, that Georgia College and State University also hosted one institute a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So Kirk continued to, to help us. And Kirk community is a virtual platform. Yeah. And, and people can post and exchange ideas. I, I even conducted a study by posting a survey on that, that Kirk community. So it helps the undergraduate research programs as well as mentors colleagues, conferences, discussion board, and best practices that, that keep us moving forward. And, and I also am very proud that my university was selected as one of the two recipients of the 2020 Campus Wide Award for Undergraduate Research, the Aurora wow. Award, that to celebrate our accomplishments. So this is, this is very exciting. You know, you mentioned that you're on the advisory boards and, um, you know, co-advisor for some campus-wide research. You kind of are also spearheading or part mm-hmm. of a l- number of cross-disciplinary things. Mm-hmm. Now, how how much do faculty participate? I mean, what cross-section of the faculty participates in undergraduate research as mentors? Um, and and is this is this sort of a uh, requirement on the on campus is it part of the DNA of the school? How, how does that work? Um, I think undergraduate research that that um, has started more than fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. and gradually that we we actually structured a program called GC Journey, so Georgia College Journey, mm-hmm. and in that GC Journey that Basically, that, that we advise students to participate five out of more than eight, nine programs that throughout their years at Georgia College and undergraduate mm-hmm. research is one of them. And yeah. therefore, I think all disciplines are encouraged through the program to participate. But there are, there are programs that heavily involve in undergraduate research more than others, like in psychology, I believe we have like 12 undergraduate research labs mm-hmm. that the probably one of the most that, that on campus. But mm-hmm. again, it depends on that all disciplines are encouraged, but it depends since this is the public liberal arts universities. So we, sure. in, in our program, we actually added um, creative endeavor endeavors yeah. as well mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we have we have humanity we have arts we have music we have different types of research as yeah. well so it's it's all mentor activities mm-hmm. you know if you look at students um, mm-hmm. across different disciplines um, is it 
pretty widespread uh, participation in undergraduate research? Are you finding some disciplines doing more than others? Or how, how is it it's been over the last 15 years now that this has been going on? That I think that, that um, across different disciplines, of course, that there are some areas that, that have more focus and more, um, especially that undergraduate research traditionally is held in STEM, right? That mm -hmm. science, that technology, engineering, and math. And recently yeah. we, we emphasize STEAM, putting the arts in it as well. So I yeah. think that STEM field that traditionally are doing a lot more in undergraduate research with labs. Sure. Um, but we encourage that to come on board as well. So in terms of throughout the campus, every time that when we have a research day, you still see that some disciplines that participate a lot more than others. So it's mm. not it's not all disciplines that participate, but they have other other menu that they, they tend to go for. Uh, what percentage of the students do you think undergraduate students actually end up doing undergraduate research? Is that is there a capstone requirement uh, or is it uh, you know voluntary? See, that's a good question, and but it's very difficult to capture that. So yeah. for, from GC Journey, that in fact, that every discipline needs to have a capstone experience. Mm -hmm. In other words, that every graduate need to have from their disciplines that their majors to have a capstone mm -hmm. projects or program. And but capstone experiences are defined by disciplines. Right. So talking about percentage, that's the that's the one that I have been trying to capture is what's the percentage and then which part. So I always that inform the university that we need to have a better system of what I call tagging the classes or tagging yeah. the experiences, created certificates or something so we, we can know for sure what's the yeah. percentage. So I, I hesitate to say what's the percentage because it's defined so differently in different disciplines. I know that every discipline has a capstone yes. and, and therefore that the participation, whether or not it is undergraduate research or, or internship, that it's that 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 definition has not been really clear so but if you say if you ask me in terms of um disciplines that yeah. within a discipline that i would say that um maybe 30 percent that because there are so many wide variety of of experiences that students would like to have so sometimes it's practicum, sometimes it would be internship or mm -hmm. performances such as that. Over the years, you might have had a lot of interesting or stories or success stories of undergraduate students. So I was wondering if you could share maybe one or two that stood out, you know, more, more in terms of um, you know, how were you define 
success, however you define interesting, um, you can you can tell us a couple of different examples. Yeah, sure. That, for example, that I would say that um, we have quite a few undergraduate researchers that were recruited by different services and agencies. For example, mm-hmm. from my lab, that the Marcus Autism Center has recruited several of my former researchers. Mm-hmm. And, and I, one time that at a conference, I stopped by Marcus Autism Center and, and the staff said, look at my badge and said, are you the Dr. Chung? <laughs> and I said, well, 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 that there's so many Dr. Chung out there. So I'm, I'm not sure that I am the and then she looked at me and said, but you're from Jojo College. So you are the Dr. Chung. And I said, oh, depends on what you're asking for. If, if my student's making troubles, just <laughs> no, I'm not that Dr. Chung. So, so they said, no, 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 no. That at Marcus Autism Center, we said that you have pipelined a lot of good, good researchers for us. So mm-hmm. these students that actually learn from undergraduate research experiences, and help that to, for them to actually contribute to Marcus Autism Center in, in doing further research. Mm. And one of my students became the research coordinator, helping that the faculty there actually created presentations, created different things, and coordinated a lot of things. And, and I have so many students that, that after my social emotional lab coaching with children, Mm-hmm. They pursue like ABA therapy, school psychology. And in fact, yesterday I just have, have a student came back and Maddie said that, well, you can use my name, that she's just about to graduate from an ABA program. And the faculty yeah. would like to recruit her to stay for the doctorate program as well. Sure. And the most, most interesting and recent successful story is from two students who conducted cross-cultural undergraduate research projects in Italy. You remember yeah. when you contact me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That I, was, I was in a study abroad program. Yeah. And the exciting part is that they will present their Italian data at the upcoming oh. regional conference. Wow. And, and these researchers continue to co- collect data this semester that formed American counterparts. And they recently submitted additional abstracts to a professional that to mm. present cross-cultural data. Isn't that exciting? Absolutely. Uh, that's fantastic. So, and, and I think that that, that at the elements of allowing students to put culture as a factor into human behaviors. So, so mm-hmm. that's, that's the part that, that I, I'm always that I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to mentor these students that they just take projects to different levels. What are you finding with your students once they go through this research? What, what kind of skills or what kind of changes are you seeing in their, uh, either in their personality or in their abilities? As a faculty mentor, that it, is, it is very exciting to see that your students grow. And yeah. I can observe their, their growth that through year by year. And yesterday, Maddie actually came back and said that you actually transformed my life. And I said, yeah. that is so sweet. <laughs> so, so they felt 
that their lives has been changed through this undergraduate research experiences. And mm-hmm. they previously did not have a direction. And now they, after the hands-on experiences, they found their callings and they found that the direction they want to pursue. And I yeah. think that, that it's, that's the part that the value of undergraduate research, that you help the students to find a direction. And, and then sometimes that I find that students, they, they, will, they will, I will not use the word challenge, but they, they would respectfully say, don't you think that this way would be also feasible? I said, that's yeah. a great idea. So right. critical thinking skills. I, I yeah. always encourage them to challenge me. And I said that I don't have all the answers, but you also figured it out. And then as a team that we can do better. So, so yes, that, that's always that. Anytime they say something that really creative, innovative, and I, I learn from them as well. So I always say, Wow, so that's great. So that's, that's why that I continue to be a faculty mentor. You know, the students that come to your lab or work with you, are they, have they already decided in psychological science or are they students that really are not quite sure? Like you said, you help them find a direction. How many of them are sort of uncertain or unsure when they come in? Just, just to get an idea. So I would tell you that when they come to my lab, I would say 90% of them are not sure. Wow. Wow. So in other words, this is some, not something they said, well, I'm definitely going to work with children. I'm definitely going to. They, they more like they come in and said that, well, we really like what you do and I really like faculty, so let me come and learn with you to see what what journey that we can be on. And so after that, and and not all the students to so for example that I have the researchers eventually did not end up with working with children. They mm-hmm. went into industrial organization psychology, which is IO psychology, is working with with um, HR and in industries. Right. And that's fine too. In fact, that I, I advised them and said, find your direction. And the undergraduate research lab is helping you with the tools and skills, but you can take it wherever you want to go. So it doesn't have to be, I, I don't, it's my passion to work with families and children, but it may not be their passion. So I want them to take on the attitude of being mentor and explore. And I also encourage them to, especially the ones that stay with me for two, three years. And Mm -hmm. I I often push them out by saying, try other labs, go go and work with other people because they give you more ideas about what other fields that you may want to do. And that's the reason why I will, I gladly accept that VIP yeah, to recruit yeah. that, that people from different disciplines. And that's, that's my next goal is to create a lab with multi-disciplines 
an interdisciplinary that lab. Through the pandemic, that I learned that we need skills that from, for example, data science. Yeah. We need skills from digital skills that to create that some of the、uh, learning lessons to deliver it remotely. And I need、yeah. people from computer science. I need people from from、um, potential like media studies or art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. It doesn't have to be just psychology, and that's why that I I co-advise this research circle is、yeah. to try to connect them and said that research ha- doesn't have to be just chemistry. And I a few years ago I had a physics student came and talk with me and said my faculty in physics sent me to you because he thinks that this is more in psychology than in physics. And basically, what he what she wanted to do was、mm-hmm. to create a device,、mm-hmm. and then this device that can help calm people. She told me that that always that when she was anxious, she likes to hand up to something. So she described the concept, and I said, "Oh, so that could be used in." Mindfulness activities that could be used for. So she only want to create a device, but、yeah. I, I told her that work with my students so you can actually have test the device to see、yeah. if it works, right? So yeah. you only、yeah. you on you are in charge of developing a device, but psychology student can help you test. Do children actually? Benefit from it, right? Absolutely, so, absolutely. So that's the creative part coming in. Yeah, and you can actually offer a full service as opposed to just just know, yeah just specific discipline. Yes. Where do you see undergraduate research going at Georgia College and State University? I mean, over the next few years or the next ten years? I mean, you you've been at it for.、Um, Quite some time. Years, you say twenty <laughs>、yes. years. No, I mean you know it,、yeah. these things take time, and you brought. I mean, you have helped、mm-hmm. create、um, an ethos or a DNA for that. And、mm-hmm. where does it go? Where where would you where would you like it to go? I think that that with support, which we have, we have a lot of support now. Students actually. Can take their research work and present it at conferences with fundings.、Mm-hmm. Next few years, we can grow undergraduate research to be more accessible.、Mm-hmm. And my vision for the undergraduate research is that starting from the incoming first-year students, they、mm-hmm. will be informed about undergraduate research,、mm-hmm. and so. They can start thinking about that undergraduate research for the the upcoming years and talk about joining a lab. And、yeah. my lab that and also I actually helped the university created basically that having scaffolding process in a course base. So I have a lab, but it's also counted as a course. Mm-hmm. And and I have multi multi、uh, levels of students in that, 
So I have sophomore, I have junior, I have senior level researchers in the lab. And then they can grow from, from 2000 level, which is a lower level to 4000 level. Mm-hmm. And I envision this model that, that will continue on with the university and more and more students that will benefit from joining a lab. And also, I would like this VIP project that this interdisciplinary research within one discipline, it could yeah. be multidisciplined. And I also would like to see undergraduate research. It's not just in the lab. So you have yeah. a lab, but also move that lab to the communities. Mm-hmm. So I have been doing that, the, the undergraduate research in a, com- in a community for, for more than 20 years. It helps students connect the dots from knowledge yeah. that it, on campus that usually people call it like ivory tower, that yeah. connect that dots to the community for them to see the needs in a community, for them to see that, that what are some of the things their knowledge can apply to help mm-hmm. addressing some of the issues in the community, not just, oh, this helped me to advance my career, my um, skill sets to go into grad school, but it actually can help people that through the undergraduate research. And, and that's what I would like the undergraduate research directions to go is to be more proactive, to engage mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. different stakeholders and and cross different disciplines and go into the the communities to help communities. So assuming we are going to start winding down. So before okay. we do that, before we do that, I would love for you to give some advice to high schoolers on how they should think about research or what kind of skills they should be developing or what they should be working on. What would your advice to them be? I would say to high school students that be open-minded, mm-hmm. be curious, and think outside of the box. And prepare your basic skills because basic skills will be important. So mm-hmm. if you want to undertake research in social science, then you probably want to learn a little bit of statistics. If you mm-hmm. want to work with STEM, feel that you might want to take more courses in advanced mathematics. So it depends on different fields that, and and if they have a a university nearby that that their their high school, consider go visit and even do enroll some programs and taking a few college classes to find faculty and to discuss about potential topics. Don't be shy. Mm -hmm. Be proactive Mm -hmm. to seek out faculty mentors that before and when you arrive on campus. Mm-hmm. And I would say that, that um, you can also research that what kind of undergraduate research programs that, that, that each university has, that could mm-hmm. be a, a, a factor for them to consider before they apply for college. Mm-hmm. And other skills that, that I would say so mm-hmm. I would say beyond the basic skills, build your character mm. and be on task, be on time. 
time management is a skill. It's very important to learn time management. In Absolutely. fact, that I I find that the most successful student or researcher that time management skills is very important. Leadership yes. skills, find、mm -hmm. opportunities to take on leadership role to learn how、mm -hmm. to manage teams.、Mm -hmm. Interpersonal skills. I always say that be a team player. The first day of research, I would say. Be a team player. I will purge、yeah. you out if you are not a team player, because、mm. all the workplaces also need young people to be team players. This、yeah. is a collective work, and because in the past I have students claim that it's their work that they're not team players that they did not return, and I did、mm. not allow them to return either.、Mm. Critical thinking skills, think outside the box. And I would say not necessarily a skills, but an advice because I find young people they don't tune into the world, that they、mm -hmm. don't tune into the news.、Mm -hmm. I would say this is important because tune into the world, be sensitive to the issues around the world, not just your community, not just your society, but、mm -hmm. around the world,、mm -hmm. to develop research questions because.、Mm -hmm. You don't have to wait to develop research questions. That as a kid, as a child, that I always have a lot of questions.、Mm -hmm. Why? And so this is something high school students can start asking questions. And then、yeah. how how do they how, look at the world and how can they contribute to it? It could be、mm -hmm. climate change. It could be medicine with with the pandemic. It could be medicine. It could be mental health, so why don't I suggest to tune into the world? Because research should be relevant and should be cutting edge. Don't want to do a research that it's just so remote that nobody even interested in knowing your results, right? Yeah. So research need to be relevant and. I continue to look at that the issues around the world, and to see how my lab that can contribute so to to the to address that. So, for example, during the pandemic, the first thing that people say, "Oh my God, the world is coming to an end. The sky is falling." <laughs>、mm -hmm. And and the first thing that I actually said, "Oh my God, that this is a great opportunity to do a research." Right.、Exactly. So. So I said that this is the beginning, but that's document. How do people feel at this point? So we actually have three years of data. We 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 keep track of how people's mental health and how the anxiety, loneliness, and and all these negative emotions、mm -hmm. that since twenty 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 one, and we're collecting twenty twenty two data now. Wow! So it just treat every single event as a research opportunity. So I always said that treat everything opportunity, and when comes with opportunities, that you embrace the opportunities and potentially come solutions to help address some of the issues in the world. No,、oh, that's fantastic. That's great advice. And、uh, assuming I yes, first of all, thank you for 
sharing both your passion and your vision and your thoughts on research today. Um, I definitely want to talk more. I'm sure we'll talk more in the future, but for right now, take care, be safe. Thank well, you thank so you much. for thank you for inviting me for the talk. Absolutely. You take care. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed our podcast with Professor Su Ming Chang of Georgia College and State University about undergraduate research. Specifically, Professor Chang covered why do UG research, the undergraduate research resources for students like Murace, VIP, student success stories, skills developed during research, and finally, advice for high schoolers. I hope you pursue research during your undergraduate years and explore Georgia College and State University for your undergraduate studies. For your questions or comments on this podcast, please email podcast at almamatters.io. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast today. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash alma matters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you. College Matters. Alma Alma matters. Matters.